listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Rise and shine. Uh, you gotta get up, get out and get something. Uh, early morning, kinda sleepy, still yawning, log on it, die toning, forever phoning for a blessing. Will you help me? Get my ass up out the bed and go. God love me cause he said it so. Don't look away cause I beg for more than I ever, ever had. Praying for the future, but I'm dealing with the past. Mama say I worry cause I'm too much like my dad. Some things are forever, nothing ever lasts. Like the rising of the sun, oh, and big mama pass. Time travel fast, something you shall find. Don't wake from your slumber, open up your blinds. You gotta get or get out and get something. Why rest when all the world running? Nothing never come to those that just wait. Don't never lose sight of your goal, just keep straight. Your early bird gets the worm. You live and you learn. I've been waiting on my chance. Well, you gotta wait your turn. To who it may concern. Ain't much time left, gotta fight to the death of my family. MJ baseline, they can't handle me. Slam dunk, hang time like a canopy. Tired of sitting on the couch. Watching celebs powder about the troubles of a million dollar house. So tell them I'm out on my grizzly. Put your lighters in the air if you feel me. Hang line, it's the time to wake up, wipe your eyes, rise and shine. Uh, yo, yo, free your mind. Yo, 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 yo. You gotta get or get out and get something. Why rest when all the world running? And never come to those that just wait Don't never lose sight of your goal Just keep straight Look, I'm the property of October I ain't drive here, I got chauffeur Bring me some champagne, flutes, rosé And some shots over I think better when I'm not sober I smoke good, ain't no glaucoma I'm a stockholder, private flights back home, no stopover, still spitting that shit they shot Pac over, the shit my mother looked shocked over. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And this is a late night but early week edition of the podcast. Yes. Because my mom is graduating tomorrow, we're going to a graduation, so there's no there's no Thursday show for all you guys. Yes. But you do get it a day early. Yeah, then you got, you know, three, four days to catch back up. Um, I don't know how long this show is going to be because I don't have a lot of random thoughts because we didn't have that much time between this and the last show. I know, right? Feels like we were just here. Yes, it does. But, um, you know, appreciate everybody out there for listening. And, of course, you're listening to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. You can find us by searching The Black Guy Who Tips on Facebook, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just make sure you uh, go out there. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio now. And uh, make sure you go search for us, leave comments, leave reviews, join our Facebook page, you know, join the comment with some of our other listeners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can interact. I think uh, today I posted an, a link to an article about uh, Common being called a vile rapper, vile, by Sarah Palin. So, you know, that's coming from a credible hip hop source. That knows all about rap. Word. 
She wouldn't know rap if rap beat upside the head. She's an idiot. I'm sorry. Um, don't forget you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm at, say that again, that is D-A-T. And go to the website, theblackguywhotips.com. Uh, you can sign up for our forums there. You can even sign up with your Twitter account. Um, you can also uh, read our blog. Uh, and there's also a donate button. Um, in addition to being able to listen to every episode of the podcast from that one page. Um, and when you donate, you can sign up for recurring donations or just a single one-time easy donation. Uh, it's up to you however you want to give to the show or if you don't want to give at all. But we appreciate the people that do give. We appreciate the people who interact with us, who follow us on Twitter. Um, and that's what we do on Saturdays when we do our feedback show. Yep, yep. Now, to get on the feedback show, you can contact us through email, theblackouttips at gmail.com, mm-hmm. or you can call the show, 704-557-0186, leave us a voicemail. We play those back on Saturdays, and we respond to them. Yep, we respond to any iTunes, any Facebook posts, automatic posts, too, guys. Yeah, we even have polls on every episode yes, now. Yes, and you can get the results of the polls on Saturdays only. Yeah, and then you can uh, you can leave a comment on the poll. We'll yes. read it, too. Yes, we will. So we're just trying to reach out to you guys or reach back to those who reach out to us, and we really do appreciate it. So, without further ado, the official weapon of the podcast is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And uh, we're sponsored. <laughs> this episode is indeed sponsored. Yes, it's just me and you. A lot of people like, just me and you. Yeah, sure. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Wong probably likes uh, just me and you right now. Yes. You want to make out a little bit before we start the podcast? I know. Make it a little nasty. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give it here. Oh, put the put the dildo down, Deidre. <laughs> it's not that type of party. <laughs> I know. This we asshole do. is virgin. <laughs> and we're going to keep it like that. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by the audio play Carly by Shadow Dog Productions. Carly is a 13-year-old girl on, living on her own. Who has to blackmail an adult man for her own secret purposes. It's 43 minutes long and costs $2.99. That's a deal. Yeah, it's a lot of clip. It's not, it's not, it's not seven minutes. No. This ain't no free audio play, okay? No. Which only one person got the answer to the secret question. So far, you got to Sunday. Yeah. What is my nickname for Dwight Howard? Look, I don't want to give you guys too many hints, but... Maybe you check the titles to old episodes. Maybe it's already there. Anyway, um, you want to check out this episode? We're gonna put a uh, check out this new audio play, Carly. Um, we have. You think it's like iCarly, where it's a young? Isn't that what iCarly is about? That show for kids, yes. a young girl who uh, who uh, blackmails an adult man. Oh uh, no, it's not for her purposes. It might as well be, but no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I guess I need to watch that more. I, I don't know. But um, I'm going to put a YouTube clip to it on our show. You can just check out a sample of the audio play. Um, and then there's a link where you can buy it. It'll be on the show, too, on the uh, page for the blog, uh, theblackoutist.com. And the link is shadowdogproductions.com slash carly.html. But I will have this link on our page for you. Um, no problem. Um... Alright, 
But like I said, I didn't have a whole lot of random thoughts today. Yeah, and I just got one, and that's it's something that happened today, and I wanted to talk about. Okay, you got one. Well, why don't you uh, do yours first? Okay. While I prepare all my stuff. Okay, my thing is the uh, we had a sexual harassment uh, video at our job. Well, just harassment, period. And they cover all types of topics. They cover like sexual harassment, gossiping. Mm. Um, your attitude in the workplace and things like that. I, I thought the, the video was, you know, it was really corny. It was made, you could tell it was made back in the 1980s. And the only problem I have is that the, it had no black women, but the brother had one of the worst haircuts, hairlines I've ever seen in my damn life. I was like, damn, bro, you the only brother on the video. Why your hair got to be so jacked up? Well, maybe that's why it's sexual harassment. A lot of people say sexual harassment is just unwanted sexual attention. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> since he had such a fucked up haircut, didn't nobody want to give him the time of day? No, they they, they did. If he would have had a good haircut, maybe it would have been just, you know, regular office flirting. Yeah, and, and, and it was funny, though, because in the video, they had, like, the sexual harassment going both ways with, like, this... A uh, dude was talking to this girl, and all of a sudden, he gave her, like, the googly eyes, and she looked at him halfway crazy. Then they had one where some dude was bent over, and, like, two women was behind him, looking at his butt while he was bent over, talking to each other. <laughs> the video was terrible. And the funny part about it, you know what? The damn people breaking the rules ain't gonna change. Yeah, well, it's just like the people at my job. I mean, that's how I imagine it is everywhere, you know? When I bend over to pick something up, I know them ladies be checking me out. <laughs> you do got a big butt. I'll be like, women, get up off me. Yeah, you know. Just taking. You know, the old ladies like you. Didn't, didn't, didn't the old lady tell you one time? She was, your hips. That was when I was a kid, Karen. But, um. <laughs> oh, so she was a cooker. Ow. Don't bring up the childhood memories. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Uh, the, the, the thing that's funny about those sexual harassment tapes is, one, they always. <laughs> they always use. A bunch of scenarios that they cast people so that it's politically correct on purpose. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. So it's uh, so it's almost so unbelievable. You know, it's like a a ninety pound Asian woman telling this 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 dude like, you know, Jim, if you stay after work late, maybe I can scratch your back and you can scratch mine. Oh yes, we getting the porno. No, I'm talking about harassment video, not porn. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, but that's how they all start. So I guess porn ain't never sexual harassment. Yeah, sexual harassment. <laughs> like it's sexual. Yeah, actually, porn with scenes, you know, with actual acting. Yes. In it, it's pretty much the sexual harassment company uh, harassment policy. Yes, it is. Except with actual sex. Yes. Which is why people keep going to work and doing it. I mean, which one are you gonna watch more often? The comical farce of sexual harassment warning at your job, or actual pornography? Oh, porn. Right, so that's why people still do it. It's a lot more entertaining. Right, I mean, maybe you will get the fucker on the desk. And then, (laughs) then the janitor will come in and interrupt, and it'll be a hot Mexican lady. In uh, one of those maid outfits, the sexy French maid outfits, and y'all can make out. With the high heels on. Yeah, and then it's two on one. That's how that's how it goes in my Aww, mind. Oh, sucky, sucky. But um, that's that's part one that's funny, and then the other thing that's funny about it is th- they do it so over the top. Yes, they do. Where it's literally like, so you want that promotion, huh, Sharon? Guess well, you gotta shake that ass, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can come over to your house and have sex with you. Then I will give you said promotion, tit for tat. You know, like it's literally 
tit for tit too. <laughs> so yeah, they did that, and they also had a lot of same. Like when I was at my old job, they had same sex sexual harassment. Oh, we didn't know. Like I said, this one was old school, so it, 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 it you know it didn't get to the current sexual harassment. Like it's mm. kind of old school. Did they have narration, or was it just somebody walk up and start sexual harassment? Yeah, that's what it was. And what happened? What the video had like some questionnaires, and they was like, "What would you do in this situation? A, B, C. There's no right or wrong answer. Yes, the hell there is a right and wrong answer. This is a sexual harassment class. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's answers that can get your ass up out of that door quickly. You know, you start. Oh, what would you do in this scenario? Well, I'd grab them titties. And that is wrong. <laughs> yes, I would pull her thumb, Bob. Hey, she yeah. asked for it. Yeah, look what she got on. Uh, we need to talk to you on Human Resources. <laughs> yes. After we get done with this cast. <laughs> yes. Make sure you write your name on yours. Yes, and it was funny. One of the one of the uh, questions was like uh, about to sexual harassment. Do you believe in A, uh, like look but don't touch? B, uh, if they ask for it, you know, you can look. Or C, you know, don't look, don't touch. Of course, the answer is don't look, don't touch. Right. They cover like all the scenarios. I yeah. was like, oh. Um, well, that's funny, man. I, I It was, was hilarious. Yeah, we used to have training videos at, like, at Media Play when I worked there yes. for Christmas. And, I mean, it's just so funny. It's like, no one's, like, people are going to flirt at the workplace anyway. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much just covering their ass so that they can be like, we told your ass not to. But yes. that's it. You know. Um, alright. So, I was thinking some random thoughts myself. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to, uh, just in passing, um, conservative radio on my way back from lunch one day. Mm -hmm. And um, they were just going on and on about Mexicans again. You know how they do. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking to myself, like, these, you know, like I'm sitting in my car and I'm looking around and I see like a bunch of gardeners and landscapers for our job. Mm Mm-hmm. And they got like leaf blowers. Mm-hmm. They have those um, the, the things that trim up the edge of the weeds on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got like shovels and all kinds of shit, right? Mm-hmm. I think these Republicans need to stop fucking with these Mexicans. Uh, yeah, because they are already armed and well equipped for the war. Way, way what? more than we are. And they know how to use that shit. We the yeah. one, we the one calling them talking about come cut my grass. Right? They could weed whack us to death. What? Like, they could literally, we've armed them already. All, they already have the tools they need. If they want to just, like, we're worried about Skynet and the Terminator and, and artificial intelligence becoming sentient. I think we need to worry about Mexicans wising up and realizing they got us outnumbered and they already have all the weapons. They could just run up into your office complex and murder everybody and it won't be shit you can do. Nah, they, they bust the door open, turn the, you know, the blow on and blow the leaves, just blow shit over. Yeah. I mean, come on now, come on. If they, they coordinated in a, in a precise attack with leaf blowers up front to cause confusion. Rakes. And noise. And then you I come know. in with the, with the weed chopping shit and then you got like all kinds of and they got some they were electronic some shit yeah too. they got like these these mobile uh things that hedge clippers and yes, shit sir. they could kill everybody hedge clippers they could kill an entire office in minutes of course and won't nobody know what happened like these republicans need to shut the fuck up everybody don't got a gun say that again we ain't gonna be able to stop them man they are those for all i know them safety vests are bulletproof you know say that again and on top of that they better realize a lot of uh, 
uh, people that come from other countries. These people come from like war torn countries where they've been impoverished and haven't been without and had to fight. So, uh, don't you think these motherfuckers are strong? There's drug wars in Mexico where they take you and put your body in a vat of acid. Oh! Yes! This is the kind of shit they are leaving. Now, you think they won't come here and act ratchet if we keep fucking with them? Leave them alone. And you know what? And I don't know why people act like that. The, you know, our border. Why they act like people just can't step over it. They've already infiltrated us. It's too late. Isn't the border? Is, the fight is over at the border. Yes, it is. The, they've infiltrated us. They're already in every office complex that has grass and trees and shit. Oh, oh. Not to mention the ones that come in late after everybody's left. And do the cleaning services. Oh man, could you imagine, man? They really want to. They could shut shit down. Yes, man. Your bathroom would be fucking clean. Your automatic bathrooms be over flooded. It'll be terrible. Yeah, if they start deporting shit, man. It's gonna get nasty as hell in America. Yeah, grass gonna be growing everywhere. Man, weeds, apples, oranges. I did not know you could grow grass on the second story of a building. But you can. On the inside. You're gonna be like, the bathroom got grass in it? Yes. We, yes. We, we, we shipped all the Mexicans out, and weeds is growing everywhere. Yes. And and before they left, they made sure they put some seed and some grass, because you know they can make anything. You know, they, they probably the people who invented these things where, uh, have you seen the commercials where the grass grows there, where they put it on bricks and shit, and it just grows up out of everywhere? No. I don't know if you've seen Why it. Why the fuck would anyone buy that? I have no idea, but <laughs> I've seen this commercial, and I can't remember the name of the product. It's uh, it's not chia pet, but it's something where you like put the grass seeds in it. Whatever, like look, this shit can grow anywhere. They put that shit in your bathroom. Who who the fuck? <laughs> wait a minute. Why the fuck would anyone want to buy grass that grows indoors? It grows. What is the purpose anywhere? of that? I have no fucking idea. And I thought, yeah, right. But if that shit really worked, you will be in trouble in your office building. Ooh, this carpet feels good. Nah, bitch, that's grass you walking on. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yes. No, and nobody. If I remember the name of the product. I've like, never walked in a building and thought, you know what this place needs? Grass. Yes, you know what this place needs? Weeds. Yeah, there's no grass. And I noticed I went to your uh, upstairs bathroom. No grass. What's going on? Yes, I went in there and I realized I don't hear any um, crickets chirping in, in here. I blame hippies for that bullshit. <laughs> Mother Nature is not that great. That's why I live indoors. Say that again. The bugs <clears throat> stay outside. I love the AC. I do too. And I don't like bugs. Um, so you know how I keep notes for my random thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um, what if the plans that they found in Osama's house were written like my random thoughts that I keep on, like, loose sheets of paper and in <laughs> the notebook in my iPhone? Because, <laughs> you know, like, all my random thoughts don't come out golden. They're not always mo- the most well-written and most well-conceived at the time. Sometimes it's just a very simple idea or a couple key catchphrases yes. that I try to remember for later. So, like, what if he had notes that said something like, yeah, we should do something with trains. Yeah, trains. You know? <laughs> Star happy face. Yeah. You know, just like, what if he just, just had these halfway, half-ass plans? Yeah, what? Just ha- all over the, like, loose, neat note, like, like, like Eminem's rap book. Just half-ass plans that he never got around I to. know, just random thoughts, like, hey, I was at the Chick-fil-A. I looked up, and I seen two birds on a wire. I wonder can they get electrocuted? <laughs> and that just be the random thought, you know? It just makes no sense to nobody but him. Well, I was thinking random terrorist thoughts, like, oh, okay, my bad. You know, wonder if we can make a bomb out of a pigeon, you know, shit like that, where he just oh. 
he hadn't fought it all the way through, but he was kind of coming up with shit. Because they said they found, like, all kinds of stuff on his hard drive and all kinds of plans for, like, the next attack in America. And I was just wondering, like, what other shit he possibly came up with or if they were overhyping it to make us more like, yeah, we really caught that motherfucker. True. And really, he just had some half-ass plans, like, you know, what if we can make C4 out of Play-Doh? You know, I'm like, oh man, nigga, this wasn't no good plan. I wonder if we could kill American kids with inches sketch. Yeah, I wonder if he ever. The other thing too, man, like he didn't have nobody in his crew that wasn't down with him. Like he didn't have, like they offered twenty five million dollars for this dude. Not one dude in the crew ever was like, yo, man, this shit ain't worth it. It's, it's, I need to get my 25 mil on. It's not that. I think that a lot of people fail to realize that it's not like over here. Over there, uh, that shit is big. And over there, if you turn him in, you are a dead man. Like, there's no way you are leaving anywhere alive. Mm. You know, if all of a sudden Billy pack his shit up and his family is ghost, people gonna know you told him. Right. You know, so it's you know it's it's a little different. It's one of them things where they really and literally is in that no snitching shit. And snitching is if they was involved. They don't give a shit if you involved or not. That's why he could live on the compound and walk around freely and nobody said nothing. Cause if they thought your ass was snitching, they niggas would be at your house with guns blazing. Yeah, it just seems weird though, cause like twenty five million dollars might be worth your life. You know what I'm saying? Like twenty five. Cause you be like, baby, I might not make it, but y'all can survive. Cause if the Americans find you, they killing your ass anyway. Twenty five million might be something you might want to go out on a limb for. Cause and this nigga Obama can't Osama can't run forever. And, and on top of that, the uh, the funny part about it is that what happened if they do like they do our taxes over here? They be like, yeah, twenty five million dollars minus the U S American taxes minus your taxes. Minus your hut fees. Alright, here's your $2 million. Man, that still gotta be more than what you was making working for Osama. I mean, how much I mean, you know, that's true. Like, now. how much is Osama pay- paying? You know? You think he the Muslim he's, guy that tips? No, he, no, he's paying with your life. You living. Well, I, I don't know, man. It it's, just seems kind of crazy that he's lived that long and nobody dined him out. We just found him on our own. Um, Alright, so... I was watching Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I like that show. It's like a, a male soap opera. Mm-hmm. It's about high school football and all the teenage drama that comes with around it. Mm-hmm. You know, although I will say I'm surprised nobody from Texas is outraged at that show because every family in that show is completely fucked up. Yeah, you know, Sopranos. They had Italians getting mad. Tyler Perry movies. You got black people getting mad. mad. Um, you know, just different. When you, uh, Jersey Shore, you got Italians getting mad again. When, you know, when you make these depictions of certain cultures, a lot of times people get offended and then they come out and they're like, you know, organizing groups to say, hey, this isn't us. Friday Night Lights is the only show where you just do not see people say that's not us. But when you look at their families, the family life of every kid on that show is completely fucked. Yes, yeah, good. Not only that, man. The laws of Texas got against guns, and they take that football shit literally. Like, like they take that shit too hard. I get that, but I mean, and you don't watch the show, so you probably don't know what I'm talking about. But like, you know, there's like fathers beating their sons. There's another one where, you know, oh, just just a depiction of the, yeah, okay, a, a whole lot of teenage underage drinking, a whole lot of teenage underage sex. 
Uh, it's like it, it's, it comes on NBC, but it's not that wholesome of a show if you really think about it. Now, I like that they challenge the, the watcher and the viewer. I like they challenge the viewer with actual uh, moral, uh, moral dilemmas. And it is not always an easy way out, and it's not always whatever. A cut and dry. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, fucking, uh, the coach's wife thinks she can save everybody. You know what I mean? But but it's just very weird that you don't see um, anyone outraged. But anyway, so I was watching that, and I'm enjoying this season. I think it's season five, and I think there's six seasons in total. Yeah, I think this season coming up is the last one. Well, some people have already seen season six because it airs early in different places. Oh, So okay. some people are done. Now, I don't know if I should be mad or not, but, you know, Scarfinger from Scarcasm Live, mm-hmm. the, we had him on our show last week. Mm-hmm. He, I was tweeting about how much I was enjoying Friday Night Lights, and I was really enjoying this episode, but you know how nerds are, like, they have to watch shit on the internet, or watch it before it comes out, they can't wait for it to come on cable, so, mm-hmm. you know, instead of watching on the TV like a normal human being <laughs> that, you know, paid for a big TV and wants to enjoy shit... They have to watch it on, like, a 12-inch laptop screen or their phone or some shit. Just so they can say, I saw it, you know. First, yeah. Right. So, he's apparently watched the whole season six and everything. Like, he's always done with it. And he, while I'm enjoying the show, he tweets me like, Well, enjoy it while it lasts, because season six suck. They could have solved everything with the phone call. And they let it all go on. And I was like, hey, that is a spoiler. Yes. And he's like, no, it's not a spoiler. Yes, Because technically, is. I didn't tell you anything. And I'm like... Yes, you did. That's probably a very important part right. of the Well, I just think... Line. I think... First of all, I'm, I guarantee uh, we might not even agree on what is yeah. bad. Because, you know, nerds think everything's bad. You know, like, the, <laughs> like there's a certain type of, like, a video game, entertainment nerd. Typically, they hate on everything. Like, they actually watch shit to hate on it. It's like people who read the... A, a book and then go to a movie just to go, oh, they didn't do it right. Fuck them. You know, that's yeah. how it is. But, um, like, we're probably not gonna necessarily put it like this. We might not agree. Okay. I would like to watch it first and then discuss it. But whatever, you know. I just feel like there should be a different category for this type of spoiler because it wasn't necessarily a spoiler like he came out and said such and such dies or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but it was a douchey thing to do because it was an emotional spoiler. Okay. Like, he's trying to tell me to not, like, it's going to suck soon. And I don't know why he felt the need to tell me that. Because, like, I, why would why would anyone want to know that? You know, let me find out it sucks when I get to that part. True. I don't want to be And out. it might not suck to me. Right. And I don't want to know ahead of time that something sucks. Like, I don't know... If he would appreciate that, but I, who appreciates that? No, you know. So I, I, I know he just started watching Sons of Anarchy, and I'm already done with the latest season. So I just tweeted him back the spoiler for the end of season two. Cause fuck that, you know. <laughs> fuck that shit, man. That is dirty, man. You know not to do that, man. Come on. I don't want that kind of shit. That's like if hey, I'm about to watch Thor. Oh, the ending sucks. Okay, well, thanks, asshole. <laughs> You really couldn't have waited an hour and a half for whatever the fuck, right? Anyway, man, I just emotional spoiler that that that's that sucks, man. Don't do that. Um, so I came up with a million dollar idea. Yes. Um, we were having sex the other day, you know, as we do. (laughs) And um, you know, after sex, if you really love somebody Mm -hmm. and you care about them, yes, 
You get up and you go get the after sex towel. Yes. We've had we had a post sex towel debate on here yes. with Will. Yeah, different type of methods, yes. Yeah, he likes to use baby wipes like a you know, where you can just wipe them and throw them away like a two dollar whore. Uh, 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 Apparently, uh, he does not respect the women that he has sex with. Uh, 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 but as a man who loves his wife, I will go to the bathroom and I'll get, I'll wait till the water warms up and I'll get you a warm towel. Yes. And then I'll play the, the, the after sex towel game where if you catch it, then I get no points. If you if it hits the bed, then I get like one point. It hits the floor, you know. It depends. You know? Yes, most of the time I do catch it though. Yeah, I try to I try to trick you, throw it underhand and all this stuff, but it's it's kind of hard. <laughs> but um, yeah, cause you can't focus too straight after that. No, I can focus. I'm good. But um, <laughs> so I go I go and um get the get the warm up the towel, and I was thinking, and this might be a million dollar idea. I don't know how you would publicize this on an infomercial, but <laughs> they need a sex towel thermos. Ha, ha, ha. Right? Like, what you do is you take, before you have sex, you take the towels and you, and you run them in hot water. You know, you get them real hot. And then, you know, you kind of wring them out a little bit dry. Not all the way, but you wring them out a little bit dry. And then you sit them in the thermos. Because if you just took, like, a, a hot sex towel and set it on the side of the bed or, or you know, on the dresser, well, now you got to worry about, you know, staining the wood on your dresser. Yeah. Two, it's going to get cold. It's, yes, it is. It won't be warm by the time. Because, you know, if, you, no. if you're hitting it the way that I hit it, you know what I'm saying? Well, you're going to be in the pussy for a while. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't make no plans. You know yes, what I'm saying? If you a minute, brother, that's just the right time. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of minute men that have already beaten to this idea. Like, course. yeah, just pre-warm it and you stick it in and then you just wipe it off. But um, yeah, just hold it in your hand while you have a sex shit. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm done. Here you go. But if you're um, you know, if if it's gonna take a while, wouldn't it be nice to have a sex towel thermos where you stick the towel in, and it keeps the towel warm? Like towels in the sauna. Like in yeah, like a hot sauna towel. You keep it warm for a while, and then you open up the thermos at the end of sex, and then you uh, you wipe off with a warm towel. You don't even need to go get another towel. You you good. What do you think about that idea? I like it. Yeah, I think it's a million dollar idea. I don't know who's going to invent it. I mean, the only thing is, of course, you would have to uh, make it easy to clean. Because, you know, it's going to be a lot of sperm on that. If you're, ah, you're healthy, ah. you know, if you drink a lot of protein, you're going to need a lot of, a lot of, need to clean it a lot. But, but in general, though, I think it's a great idea. It would save everybody a couple minutes. You don't have to wait for the water to warm up at the end. Yes, the only downside about it is that, uh, like, a, like what happened to the crazy women that would, like, actually take the sperm and make themselves pregnant? First of all, we don't want that. So okay. <laughs> why would I make a product to help them out anyway? We obviously do not want I, I women mean, to do that. I mean, it keeps the sperm warm. Right. No, Karen, you don't put the towel back in there. <laughs> What are, you, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is one use only. You warm up oh, the towel my bad, my bad. before sex. You warm up the towel before sex. You put it in the sex thermos. You have sex. You take the towel out of the sex thermos. It's still warm. Okay. You wipe off with the towels. You put that shit in the laundry bin or something. Throw it on the floor. Whatever. You don't put it back in there. Okay. This is not one. That is nasty, Karen. I think so, that is too. Worse, that is worse than hotel sheets. I think so, too. People are lazy. But that wasn't my idea. Okay. My idea is 
use the sex towel thermos and use it once and then you put some new towels in and the next time you want to have sex that is crazy well you don't recycle towels no well you know people people uh whenever you have ideas like that it always roll over to the sex industry she thinks about it with nothing and then tell the girl to drink it it's a thermos (laughs) not not helping me tonight i'm sorry I'm, 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 I'm saying, you know, something like that be revolutionary. There's, Karen, you could just use a regular <laughs> thermos. If you're going to just put sperm in the thermos, then you don't need a sextile thermos. You just need a thermos. No, you want to be warm and still active. Right. Like a thermos does that already. <laughs> I'm not even sure that a thermos can't do the sextile thermos thing. I'm at, maybe oh. I'll try an experiment. I don't know. <laughs> but now that you're talking about this freaky stuff, I don't know if I want to try this. <laughs> anyway... Um, you know how Soldier Boy is remaking Juice? Oh. And now they're talking about casting Waka Flocka in it too? Can he read? What the hell? Yeah, how is he going to do his lines if he can't read? I know. If it ain't written like 2 plus 2 equals 4 and and all that stuff, how is he going to read it? I don't know, man. But, um, they're talking about doing it with these whack-ass rappers, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, look. Obviously, the terrorists are mad. Al Qaeda is mad at us. Yes, Al Qaeda. We killed, we killed them. We killed their leader. Mm-hmm. And you know they've been talking about they're gonna get revenge on us. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we as a nation need to unite and act like Juice, the remaking of Juice, is the most patriotic movie of all time, and that it is a symbol for American dreams and hopes. That is even bigger than the Twin Towers. It is the most symbolic thing, the most the story of American redemption and pride. We need to change the name. No, we can keep juice. We can keep it juice. We keep it juice. Juice is not intimidating. I'm not trying to intimidate them. I want the terrorists to think that if they somehow kill everybody on the set of this movie, that they will have struck a blow against America. Yes, they will. That would be beautiful. Right. So, hopefully, if we can just all pretend that Juice is actually a patriotic landmark, the terrorists will strike back at us and kill Soldier Boy and Walker Flock, and we'll be done with them niggas forever. Oh, then it puts Gucci Mane in there, and it'd be good. Yes. Well, I want to get Gucci Mane in here. You know what I'm saying? I want to get all these little whack-ass rappers. Let's get them all in here. Get Lil B apart. You know? Let's get Lil B in there, man. Somebody got to play uh, GQ. Lil B would love to do that role. And then we just blow that motherfucker up. And you're like, oh, ah. oh man, the terrorists got us all. Oh, it's such a sad day. Such a sad, yes. sad day. That sad. Waka Flocka, Lil B, Gucci Mane, and Soldier Boy got killed. This could you, could, could, sad day for America. Could you imagine uh, the president uh, breaking at, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning to tell people that shit? Shit, for all I know, they might be secret Muslims. That might be the plan. <laughs> that might be how Al-Qaeda is infiltrating us and shit. And you know he'd be naming that name and all the Republicans be like, who the hell is They might think they're Muslim because they don't know who the hell them people are. Yeah. Like, oh, those are the code names niggas use now. Oh, okay. Hey, do you think any kids have podcasts? I'm pretty sure kids do. Like, what would have happened if we would have had this podcast when we was like, say, 10 years old? It would be very different. Yeah. Because I'd be like, hey, welcome to the black kids who don't, well, we wouldn't have money to tip. That's right, the black kids who don't work. Yeah, welcome to the black kids who ride the bus. 
I'm your host, Roderick, and Kenny. Yep. The Jerry Carroll's looking pretty good today, Karen. I know. And your glasses looking pretty good over there, bookworm. <laughs> mighty thick. <laughs> looking mighty thick. <laughs> yeah. My hot top fade. I got this part. Yes. I got my BKs and my members one coat, dog. Mm-hmm. That shit, we born and say, what the hell can you talk about at 10? I know. He was like, oh, the lunch lady was tripping. You ever go, I got some random thoughts. You ever go to lunch and you're standing in the lunch line and you get to the front and it's that pizza that's in the rectangle? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know it, and 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 you know that hair let's did to the lunch lady. Well, that shit did like whoops. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm ten, right? That, her hair looked like it stinks. Yeah, it does stink, though. I yeah. guess it would still be it the does. same show. Or 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 you or, or or if you was like me and on free and reduced lunch, but like oh man, I forgot my cold, and I you know I got free and reduced lunch, so they had to give me the cheap stuff. Yeah, I remember bringing that dollar fifty for a slice of pizza, man. Pizza day was big. Yes, it was huge back then. They, you know, you know what? They've changed it so much. They don't even have that pizza no more. They don't have pizza no more. Not that type of pizza. You know, because everybody's gonna got political correct. And they want to cut shit down to where the food is terrible tasting. Like mm. food has this public school system. Food is terrible. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yes. Especially how much they talk about cutting the budget every fucking time. Yes, it's all bland and nasty and, and, and you know, everybody wanna you know, kids is fat, so everybody you know, <laughs> instead of parents cause telling they fat kids to go outside and exercise, they want the school system to feed the kids. Yeah, well I mean they the school has probably always fed people junk because you have to feed people for cheap. Yeah. And they cut you know, and I mean you're not gonna go in there and get you a, a fucking Fresh tossed salad no, for a kid, you no, know. So, it's, and, and it, who, who, what would you rather eat, jelly beans or a fucking salad at ten? Right, and then I mean the thing is, like a Domino's pizza and shit used to bring in like thirty million pizzas. Yes, and you just buy, you know, a dollar fifty a slice, you get a slice of pizza or whatever. But and that used to be the days, man. I used to yes. like pizza day. That was the shit. Yes, and then when you got older, man, you used to do the salad bar because you wanted to feel like an adult. Ha! Not me. I was on that pizza still. I remember. I remember people used to put like ketchup on that pizza and shit. I did that shit. It was the bomb. Ugh. Yes. Why don't you do it now if it was such the bomb? Cause that's the only way to get to eat the pizza. Cause like real pizza don't taste like that. Oh no no! no. I'm talking about on the real pizza. On Domino's pizza, I used to see people put ketchup on oh, there. Not on Domino's pizza. I used to do like the school made pizza. Yeah, that's different. That's that cardboard shit. Like, yeah, yes. You need some lubrication. You need like mayo, like Miracle Whip on that old ass pizza. Yes. You break your damn teeth. That on pizza that was made of like heartbreak and slave tears. <laughs> Nasty ass pizza. Yeah, kids. Well, then where the fuck did they get the? It was like bacon bits. Like what kind of pepperoni was that? I've never that seen. It was like bacon bits, wouldn't it? I've never <laughs> seen that kind of pepperoni on any other type of food. No, pepperoni is round. Yeah, but only people that had fucking bacon bit pepperoni is pepperoni pizza. Ugh, no thank you, man. Yes. No thank you. Ugh, yes. I'm a horse meat or some shit. But um, anyway, man, um, let's get into some articles. Oh, and one, oh, more, and uh-huh. one, one more thing when we was talking about uh the school and in the in the messed up part about it, like you talking about the, the school system's constantly cutting back, but then they won't take out like all sugary snacks and sugary treats and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, my thing is that um. That's what children eat. I'm not against that at all. Me either. Me either. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not against them taking out sugary shit. You don't need okay. that shit in school. That's true. You don't need it. Like, fuck it. I don't care what your kid wants to eat. It's fucking school. 
They don't. That's that's like taking the kids to school. Well, they don't like learning about history, so let's give them some easy shit. Fuck those kids. Learn shit. No, you shouldn't have a fucking snack machine at school. You're fucking school. What's wrong with you? Wow. You don't get a choice. Fun. It's school not supposed to be fucking fun. It's supposed to be supposed to suck. This is what's wrong with these fucking kids now. That's why their asses drop out. That's what's wrong with their ass now. The school too fucking fun. Oh, it's supposed to be fun. It's can't spending their fucking kids to school like it's a, a, a fucking field trip every day. That's true now. No, go in there, open up a book, and learn some shit. I'm sorry you're not entertained, Timmy. I don't give a fuck about you and your little kids, man. Dumbass motherfuckers running around. That's what's wrong with them now. They're not stimulated enough. Learn! Stimulate a fucking book, nigga. I'm tired of dumb kids, man. I talk to kids all the time, and they smart because their parents give a fuck. And that's how it should that's be. That's true. Then they on their asses. Yeah, be on their ass, man. Do you want a snack? You get your ass home and get a snack. This is not the fucking school's responsibility to feed your ass some sugary Kool-Aid and all this shit. Huh? It's ridiculous. Huh? I don't have no problem with them cutting back on that kind of shit. And the reason they even had them in the first place is because it's fucking cheap. Now that that and the schools made profit, do you know that? Yeah, they were making profit. Now they have, they're talking about some school systems that got so bad in the economy that some schools are allowing like advertising on side of school buses. Yeah, I don't care about that, but it should not, it should not be the school's job and responsibility or even privilege to fucking make money by selling kids these terrible fucking sugary snacks. Yes, it became profit, that's why. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous, man. You should almost save my money for lunch and get a honey bun. Kids will do shit like that. Because kids are yes, fucking stupid. Yes, I, I feel you. I so, feel you. yeah, you can't. I will skip breakfast so I can get an extra donut. Yeah, you don't get that option. You go in there, eat your ass some cardboard pizza, and put ketchup on like a motherfucking man. You better punch in your cold like me for your free and reduced lunch. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> Spoiled ass little motherfuckers. Hey, the and it's the fucking punk ass parents' fault. I mean, articles that we read. They, they arrested my kid. The bitch, your kid was stabbing people. I don't give a fuck. They put him in handcuffs. It's bad for his self-esteem. Fuck his self-esteem. Yeah. Get self-esteem by opening the book and getting an A. That's there's no better self-esteem than a 4.0. I said that. You'll feel, you'll feel, trust me, you'll feel better about yourself. And you make more money in the future. Yeah. Little kid throwing yeah. tantrums and shit. And the police scared of him. The kid, the fucking other kid scared of him. The teacher scared of him. Because he's not getting enough snacks. <laughs> that little... That's <laughs> how these little sport-ass motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I be playing basketball. These little sport bitches be running on the court and shit. Hey, man, get off the court. You know my daddy? I will kick your fucking ass. How about that for your daddy? Yes. How about that? Get on my nerves with that. How I learned to get off the court was the first time I got ran the fuck over by a grown man. Yes, full speed. They would knock your ass out. And then I said, oh, so that's why there's a kid's court. Yes. Or, or, or either, uh, especially you get at the, the the real nigga court, they would take the ball and bust your ass upside the head on the other end while you ain't paying no attention to teach your ass to stay the hell off the court. Yeah, so fuck these little spoiled ass kids, man. I don't, I don't have no sympathy for these little motherfuckers. <laughs> I didn't get a snack. I didn't get a snack. <laughs> I wanted a honey bun. And I wasn't able to get a honey bun in third period. I, I had to eat the regular school lunch. Oh, it's so, life is so hard. Pay a bill, nigga. How about Get that? a job. <laughs> oh, I'm tired of this. Oh, Michelle Obama's trying to make our kids be healthy. She wants them to eat lettuce and shit. Yes, your grown ass should be eating the shit too. Like, they're taking P.E. out of school, and motherfuckers mad about the snack machine. Yes. 
I would be more mad that my kid isn't going to get any physical exercise. When people are really more mad that, but he can't get sugar. He can't get salt. He needs his Doritos. Buy that shit at the house. If Timmy doesn't get his Doritos, he comes home from, oh, he is angry. Ooh, he is mad. He won't do his homework without Doritos. You know, like, he won't do his homework without Doritos. Right, I'll tell you the best motivation. It's not snacks, it's, uh, ass whoopings. A taste of the belt, as they say. Whoop his ass. Spoiled motherfuckers. Oh, man. Nothing worse than a spoiled kid, man. But it's parents' fault. It's not kids. Kids are fucking innocent and they do what the fuck you tell them to do for the most part. And they do what they're allowed to do. Like, yeah. I, I think a lot of people fail to realize that children test boundaries. And if you say, nigga, I'm not going to take this. They won't do that shit no more. Yeah. And, and it's not even something physical. If you raise your voice and let them know you're not going to stand for this and quit being a punk-ass, weak-ass, bitch-ass parent right? and say, okay, I'm 35, you too, I'm running this show, bitch. Right. This is ridiculous, man. I mean, you stopping to get this little nigga McDonald's on the way to uh, school every morning, then yeah, your kid, your kid is going to be the kid that needs a fucking, uh, you know, a... Uh, Little Debbie at, at, at lunch every day because the motherfucker is on that shit. Like, yeah. a, a kid is a chance to start over, it's a chance to, to be fresh, man. Like, you don't want those kids to end up, you know, unhealthy and child diabetes and shit like that because, you know, the decisions you're asking them to make, they're not really capable of making at that age. No, and they're not. And they, and they said that the children, the children of this generation are the first children that their parents might have lived them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to take it that far, but damn, just chill. Anyway, let's do some news. Cool. Lack of bag foils bank robber. Florida, of course. Authorities in Florida said a would-be bank robber failed in his attempt because he did not bring his own money bag to the heist. Oh. The county sheriff's office said Joseph Price, 61, handed a note to a teller at PNC Bank in Okeechobee, Shortly after 2.30 p.m. Friday, demanding a sack full of cash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he old school. Sack full of cash. You've been watching Acme cartoons. I know. Let me get a sack of cash. Uh, however, Price left empty-handed after the teller told him he did not have a bag. So the teller was just like, oh, she did not have a bag. So he's like, give me a sack of cash. He's like, I don't got no bags back here. Ha, uh, ha. Well, he fine. didn't come with a plan. That's what that was. He was like, oh, shit. Well, fine then. I guess he's 61. She was like, nigga, I can trick you. He's like, I guess, uh, I guess I fucked up this time. I'll be back in a few minutes. I got, I'm going to the store to get some bags. Everybody don't move. I don't know. What he, the hell he rolling a horse or something? <laughs> <laughs> the way he talking. He was, yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> did he come in with a six shooter? I want uh, a sack of cash. Put it in a burlap potato sack. <laughs> like, why would the bank? Signs on it. Why would the bank help you? Why would the bank have, like, convenient robbery-sized bags in the back? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, would you like one of our to-go sacks? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll see you'll be having the to-go money. Yes. Oh, um, so he left empty-handed. The sheriff's office said Price left the scene on a bicycle. And was... the bank wasn't even in the car? <laughs> Probably one of those old-timey bicycles with the huge front wheel. Uh, on his horn. He was uh, apprehended within seven minutes. Of 
course. This guy, this man was apprehended very quickly, Sheriff Paul May said. A good description was given by bank personnel, and he was in the right place, and the suspect is in jail, which is right, is the right place for him. So you think, that, what's the description? Uh, he's old and on a bicycle, and he does not have a sack. Yes, and his glaucoma is fading. He doesn't even have a, a like a, a book sack that, to keep like water in when he's on his bike. Like mm-hmm. this dude was just and asking on, for. And it. on top of that, he's sixty-one years old. How fucking fast are you gonna pedal? He was very easily discouraged too. Yeah, he was. Like, can, well, just give me a well, uh, give me a handful of cash. Uh, 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 <laughs> I pull a little bit in my hand for a dime. You know what I mean? Like, get a little. Give me a dollar bill. <laughs> Let me just get a, a pants pocket full of cash. Like, this nigga really just was like, oh, damn, I did forget the, the sack. Can't believe I left the house without my sack. I'll be right back. Time y'all clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, you don't, even, don't even know that I was in the bank. So, uh, this dude in the United, uh, Dubai, mm-hmm. which is one of the richest places on earth. Dude. Yes. I think it still is. I know they took some losses when our economy tanked, but... Didn't it, though? Um, apparently... A man threw himself off of the world's tallest building in Dubai. Its developer said he plummeted to his death in the first suicide from the Burj Khalifa Tower. Wow. Yes, I didn't know Wiz Khalifa had his own tower in Dubai. Me either. But uh, apparently dude jumped off. Uh, Emar Properties, the owner of the towering structure, said in a brief statement that an incident involving a male was reported. <laughs> That's very vague. An incident involving a male. Something happened involving a penis. Uh, <laughs> and two balls. Was reported at the tower site at 9 a.m. Tuesday. Uh, concerned authorities have confirmed that it was a suicide. And they are waiting for the final report. Um, it did not elaborate further. Local reports quoted security officials as saying the man fell from 147th floor to of the 200... Wait, I'm sorry. 2,717 foot tall tower. Damn. And landed on the deck of the 108 floor. This nigga didn't even make it to the ground. He just fell like 40 stories. Good God. Wouldn't that have sucked if he jumped from like story like 110 and landed at like 108 and lived? He was baking in a hot ass sun on the roof with his bones all broken and shit? Yes. But uh, yeah, so he, he died and he didn't even hit the ground. Uh, reports wow. uh, reports on the website of the Golf News and Seven Day Newspaper say the man the man who is believed to be in his twenties and of the South, of South Asian background jumped following a dispute with his company. Police said statements from coworkers indicate that his vacation request had been turned down. Damn, bro, you mad because you can't get no time off? What he working a year straight was like, fuck it, I need time off. I mean, I know I put in for this Friday off, but if they would have said no, I think I would have lit. I think I would have been okay. I do not think I would have killed myself. Oh. Like it was like, um, hey, uh, John, I'm sorry, but uh, we can't give you Friday off. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, we, we're very swamped. Uh, you know, Jim asked for it off before you. He's gonna be out, so we're gonna need you to come in and just do your normal shit. Goodbye, crew world. I wonder what nationality this dude was. Says South Asian. Wow. Yes. That's right, Ken. Alright, so here's a father of the year candidate. Police said a man shot at two people in broad daylight 
while holding his children, ages two and three, in his arms on Monday. Oh my goodness. He was on that Nino Brown. Yes, he was. Well, damn, what he had? One to the left, one to the right, and shoot with his feet? Fuck. That's how real G's do it, man. Thug family. You got wow. to hold your kids and shoot at these niggas, Karen. This is real thug life. Wow. Or you, or you know what? He might have had the ones where you have like the kids strapped on the front, strapped on the back, like book bags. <laughs> <laughs> and had guns in the other hands. <laughs> I mean, shit, two and three? Come on now. You can't move like that. It's like those fake movie trailers for uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Where Ben Stiller kept having more and more babies on his uh, on his uh, vest. Yes. Um, Swiss Bell Police Chief Greg Gepper said the shooting happened around 3.20 p.m. on Dixon Street, just around the corner from the Burroughs Police Station. Aw, uh-huh, nigga, you gonna be caught. You up street from the police station? According to witnesses, he was using the two-year-old and three-year-old as a shield for himself as he fired shots at other people in the middle of the street. Wow! A co- uh, surveillance video showed two men walking toward the intersection of Dixon and Noble Streets before running back into a parking lot. According to the criminal complaint, one of the men in the video walked up to the shooting suspect and said he owed him money. That's when the gunman started shooting. Uh, Channel 4 Action News Marcy Cipriani uh, reported that officers headed, heard four shots and ran to the scene and quickly made an arrest. Just four bangs, that's all. We all ran. I mean, my God, it sounded so close. Uh, police said the shots were fired just from just a few feet away. Neither the children nor the targets were hurt. So he didn't even hit the people and they didn't shoot at him or they didn't hit him. We're not safe. We're probably going to move out of here. It's just getting terrible, said another witness who did not want to be identified. Oh, this is getting ghetto. She must not have any kids to strap to her chest. She must not. Uh, police said the suspect tried to escape uh, officers by throwing his children at them. Damn. See, this is why I tell motherfuckers, people, don't, everybody don't need kids. <laughs> Catch. I'm out, bitch. <laughs> Hot potato. Yeah. <laughs> Think fast, how <I'm> cops. <laughs> catch my babies. I know, catch. Oh, shit. I bet man. you dropped that gun now. Oh, man. I bet they went to taste. He was like, taste this. Like, why was he, why did he even have these kids? Did he sue for custody? Like, what was the mom? Was the mom Whitney Houston? How did he not have possession um, of his kids already? Like, I mean, how did he already have possession of his kids? Like, why wasn't some woman looking at these little motherfuckers? I don't know. This is probably Tyrone who's sitting around, don't do shit all day, ain't got no job, don't do nothing, and probably was going out, trying to get high, somebody owe him some money, and he calls a shootout. See, I think what happened is that, uh, this is, this is his quality time with his family. You know, his wife's probably like, you never spend any time with your kids, now you go rob, you got all day to go robbing and shit. You don't mind shooting people with your old money. Why don't you take your kids with you once in a while? And this is what happened. You took them with them. It's nothing like a good bullet to keep the family together. Yes, I say the family that slays together stays together. The family that can survive a bullet storm can survive. Uh, Police said the suspect tried to escape by throwing his kids at him. Uh, When he was arrested, police said the suspect told the police he was a 26-year-old Homewood man. However, on Tuesday, the police said the suspect had given them a false name. Oh, you don't think? The suspect's real name is Desmond Lyons. Lyons was taken to the Allegheny County Jail, and family members are watching the children. He's facing charges that include aggravated assault and child endangerment. 
He's being held on a bond of $5,000. Oh $500,000. I would hate to be his fucking family member having to turn on the news and see this nigga. I'd be like, yeah. oh, no, this motherfucker did. Wait till the video comes out of him tossing his kids at people and shooting them. Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing, man, for any family. Well, speaking of embarrassing the family, this man spray paints his marriage proposal on the wrong person's house. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Uh, of course, this happened in Florida. How many times can you spray "I love you"? One man in Lehigh Acres used graffiti to propose to his sweetie, and she said yes. Now, only problem is he spray painted "Will you marry me?" on the wrong house. He don't know where this bitch live. I would marry you, nigga. Nigga, you come over here all the time and fuck me. You don't know my address. <laughs> Maybe his uh, iPhone was fucking up that day. I know his GPS was off. Uh, um, Carolyn Muyong got a call in New York that someone had spray painted Will You Marry Me, Allison, on the garage door of her summer home. They also apparently left a massive dent in the door with their car. What the fuck? Well, this is a way of, if, if, okay, so let's, let's say he did have the wrong house. Your way of asking somebody will they marry you is spray painting on their garage door and driving into it and leaving a dent? You know what? She shouldn't marry him. This nigga's crazy. If I tried to crash his car in there and was like, you know what? Since I came in, I can't like, crash my way in. I asked this bitch when she married me. He was like, I think he, he rolled up and was like, will you marry me? And then he stood outside and he was like, why isn't she coming outside? And he rang the doorbell. She didn't come outside. And then he tried to crash his car in there to see if she was really home. Mm -hmm. Oh, she really ain't here. Okay, I guess I mean. He's like, oh, wait a minute. 514. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I thought it was 516. Um, let's see. Uh, he did this drunk or something? I saw the message. Uh, let's see. Carolyn and her husband flew down after getting the notice they had 10 days to fix the graffiti or be fine. Uh, I, and so they were going to get fined even though it wasn't their fault. And I, wow. Wow, homeowners association don't play. Nah, yeah. You would pay for that. I would get every dime out of you. And I saw the message, you know, will you marry me? And then Allison said yes, and I realized it was probably some dumb kids. Uh, Carolyn Muyong has some advice for the young woman on the receiving end of the garage door graffiti proposal. Allison, go find yourself somebody a little bit more mature. Yes. Uh, and the Muyons had to pay $1,100 out of pockets to save their garage door. They had a garage door fixed. No word on if they will be invited to the wedding. So apparently I got My thing is this. No, I won't marry you, nigga, because you already caused any bills. Yes. Yes, I agree. I'm sorry. And I don't know who he was trying to marry, but I mean, maybe you look next door. You know, <laughs> it can't be that fucking far away. He went to the wrong house. Like, you just go to the oh, next door. instead of purple and pink, it's the pink and purple house. Damn it. Yeah, let's see who has a dented up car going into the next the next person's house. I would, wow. I would wait. I still can't believe she said yes. Well, speaking of unbelievable, this burglar. Uh, let's just talk about this burglar. Mm -hmm. When a Milton man's burglary attempt was interrupted by Santa Rosa County deputies, he tried to divert them by calling 911. According to an arrest report for the sheriff's office. Wow. So he was burglarizing something, and the police showed up. So he called 911, and he's like, oh, shit, uh, the, the robbery's up the street. 
Travis Monroe Lassiter, 35, allegedly broke into Kylie's convenience store, and they give the address, at 9 p.m. Sunday, when he saw several deputies, including a K-9, arrive at the scene. He called 911 and said three black men were burglarizing a nearby tightwad grocery store to divert their attention. Well, he think only three cops work in the damn city? A few of the deputies at the convenience store left and responded to the grocery store break-in, quote-unquote. As the deputy still at the scene entered the building, Lassiter abruptly ended the 911 call saying the burglars were about to spot him. The deputies found him hiding inside the store and placed him in custody in one of the patrol cars. Wow. When the 911 operator tried to reach the anonymous caller, the phone call went to voicemail that identified the owner of the phone as Travis. Wow. While in the back of the patrol car, Lassiter tried to reach his mother. Instead, the phone dialed the last incoming call, a 911 operator. Ah, ah. I don't think we need to call, uh, I don't think we need to call Horatio for this one, Karen. No. I think this is an open and shut case. Now, would, would you be interested in hearing the audio to this? Oh, yes. This is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Sheriff's Office Emergency. Yeah, so somebody's breaking in tight walls on 90. And the Tidewaters 190? On 90, yeah, they went to the wrong place. They went to Calories so with that Tidewater. Is Tidewater is a business? Yeah, it's like that's uh, Calories. There's like three black people in there right now. First of all, he's talking quiet as hell because you know the police are like right outside the door. door. He's like, oh yeah, the cops are. I mean, the, the black people. I mean, uh, Tidewater. The other thing is, why do these racist motherfuckers always have to get racist too? Because it's a white dude. Why do they always have to be like, uh, there's three black people doing some crime. That'll get the police to go over. <laughs> they will completely drop everything here and go pick up their niggers. Like, yes. that is so fucked up. But people do it all the time. Yes, sir. We we get convicted for crimes if we commit them. We get convicted for crimes we don't commit. Yeah, we get convicted for alibis. Yes. Okay, it's called Tidewater. 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 Mm-hmm. And you can see people in there right now. Mm-hmm. And you can see three black animals in there. Mm-hmm. And you're sure they broke in? Mm-hmm. And you can see them in the business. Like the cops must be really close. Because he's not even Dang. saying sentences anymore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the dog's outside. Arf, arf. Go get them, boy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, somebody's really breaking in, you would give a little bit more details than that. Yes. I'm in the business. Uh-huh. It's the front of the business is all boarded up, isn't it? Uh-huh. It's not boarded up? <laughs> the cotton's living. You're in the front of the business all boarded up. Mm-hmm. I mean, wait a minute. No, of course not. That's how I can see them. And they're black. Don't forget, they're three black, angry black men that on, uh, looks like they had on some Nation of Islam clothes. By black clothes, you mean the color of the clothes, or you think you just mean like they got some sagging pants and some shades and maybe an iceberg chain? Any idea who these people are? 
I gotta go. They're gonna see me. Okay, where are you at? So I think by I gotta go, they're gonna see me. I think he's talking about the cops. Yes. <laughs> getting ready to call him back. Wow. Yes. And then they, they said he meant to call his uh his mom, but he accidentally called uh called back. child porn charges. Uh-oh. Jefferson County District Attorney has filed child pornography charges against Cody Ryan Charlton, 31. Charlton lives with his mother and father because he's a winner, Ken. 31, he lives with his mom and dad. You know how winners wow. are. His mother runs a home daycare facility there. When Lakewood police executed a search warrant, they found sexually graphic videos and still photos of children. Wow. And he posted $15,000 bond and... Going to court, but and his stupid grandfather paid for nigga. You would stay in jail. I'm not. Don't you know your son's a fuck up at 31? He's still at home. Um, unless it's generating circumstances, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go. Yes. Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minneapolis man. I can never say that word right. Minneapolis man stabbed with samurai sword. Suspect arrested. A, a man stabbed another with a samurai sword after an argument Saturday night in North Minneapolis, uh, in a North Minneapolis apartment. A resident had asked two visitors to leave his apartment after a gathering. And when they refused, he tried to stab the 51-year-old Michael Lipscomb <laughs> in the stomach with a samurai sword. Wow. When See, someone has a sword, no, nigga, you, you leave. Move. Yes. If, yes. It's not a time for discussion. What about this might not be sharp? Are you thinking? Knives cut. Even butter knives cut something, nigga. Butter. Yeah, this is ridiculous that you would think, oh, you know what? I'm going to just see how this plays out with this guy, this angry man, and this sword. You know, I don't care if they just, you know, ask you politely to leave. Yes. You get the fuck out. No, they own I, the if sword. If I come in the residence and I see some raw swords up in the encased glass and say, open in case of emergency. My trip is officially over. Yes. Um, so he tried to stab my man in the stomach. Police said Lipscomb blocked the strike with a book bag, according to a police report, but the blade ended up hitting his left elbow. Oh. When officers arrived at the Newton Avenue North apartment building, they found Lipscomb out front with t-shirts wrapped around his bloodied arm. So he did learn to leave. Uh, Steve McCarty, the sergeant, said Monday that in his 20 years of police work, 
He's seen the samurai sword uses the weapon maybe one or two other times. It's not a common weapon that we see. But see now, in 2011, it is becoming... That's the weapon of choice. Yes. No, thank you. The suspect, 36, is being held in jail on probable cause of assault. At the scene, officers found an inventory two swords, one bloody. Well, I'll tell you this. They didn't do swords like they do guns. You need, like, mental evaluations and shit. Everybody don't need knife. You need sword permits. Yes, you really do. I'm tired of this shit, man. This ratchetness just keeps happening. You chopped up for no reason. The sword is the most ratchet weapon known to man. There's no excuse for it. Um, a suspected armor. I mean, I'm sorry. Blah. Suspected armed robbery. Suspected armor? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Suspected armed robber returns to the store the day after a heist. Aww. Yes. A uh, Lake County man suspected of robbing a Mineola convenience store at gunpoint returned to the business the following day to buy cigarettes and was recognized by clerks as the gunman. Aww. So you, they all, it's true what they say. They always return to the scene of the crime. Uh, store. Idiot. The store clerks at Sonico Convenience Store just off U.S. Highway 27 reported that a man they recognize as a regular customer. <laughs> Damn, this nigga coming here every day going like, yeah, can I get my normal lottery tickets, Pam? And I also <laughs> would like, you know, my, my box of, uh, you know, Slatum Slims. You think when he, walked, when he walks in, they're like, hey, Jamal. Hey, what's going on, Pam? Uh... <laughs> So they said um, he came in, he bought, he stole five hundred dollars and several packs of Newport cigarettes. Oh, guess the race, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, Newport. Let me get them menthols, baby. Menthol light. I gotta <laughs> keep my lungs good. About eleven p.m. Thursday night, according to Lake County Sheriff's Office investigative report. You, do, do you, I think sometimes when I hear a crime that's so stupid, I'm sure nobody's gonna agree with this. Maybe this will be the poll question. But I think there's a level of stupidity to a crime when you should get the death penalty. <laughs> like, this shit is so dumb. Can we really oh. be... Would anyone really be saddened by the loss of this man? Oh. This is a dumb motherfucker. He's gonna end up killing somebody or something. He is an idiot. Complete idiot. Though the gunman was wearing a mask, the victim told detectives he pulled it down and exposed his face. The clerks gave a description of the man in the car, the large blue vehicle, but the detectives were unable to locate him. The next day, the man identified as 18-year-old Brandon Tyler Walker, brought, bought more cigarettes at the store, and left in a silver Chevy SUV. The clerks immediately called police. Deputy Sheriff spotted the vehicle on the 200 block of Ridgecrest Loop and questioned the SUV owner, they said. A big blue car was mentioned during the conversations. The conversation, the deputies retrieved the name. Deputies located both Walker and the car in the area, but the suspect had an alibi at the time of the robbery. His mother confirmed that Walker had been home all night. Mom, man, I know you love your kids, man, but seriously, these parents that take up for these fucking criminal kids. Now, see, this is why I don't have kids, because y'all ask me going to jail. I'm like, nah, Billy wouldn't hear. It all starts with the snack machine in school. This is one of the parents I guarantee was mad because they took the snack machine. And, out and you know what? My kids would, put it like this, my kids would know the rules. Because I was teaching them at an early age. If they coming to get you, we coming to get you. Right. Like, and I'm not putting no house up. I ain't putting no car up. I ain't putting shit up. If you ain't got the money, your ass is staying. Yeah. Uh, his mother 
confirmed that Walker had been home all night. Though he resembles the composite sketch and sheriff's office artist had rented from witness statements, deputies did not have enough evidence to arrest Walker, the report said. Deputies went back to the store clerk who reasserted that story and signed an affidavit using a photo lineup that included Walker's photo. The victim immediately and without hesitation identified him as the armed robber. Walker was charged with armed robbery and two counts of larceny theft. He is being held in Lake County Jail on $2,000 bond. Now the alternative to this story is, and let me present Devil Advocate, what if they just framed this nigga? What if the employees stole a whole bunch of cigarettes and took $500 out of the register and, and just blamed this regular dude that comes in and gets cigarettes every day? And that's what you end up my thing. Is this, they don't have video? Yeah, they must have video. I'm, I'm obviously just joking. Okay. I mean, they must have some something. I, I mean, because if they do that, they need to sue the hell out of them. But they could set them up. I mean, if the only witnesses are them and there's no surveillance tape, Maybe they did set him up. We'll never know for sure. I hope not, because that's some cruel-ass shit. Yeah. Uh, Here's a more serious story that I did want to talk about. um, Mm -hmm. Because I brought this up on the show before when we talked about healthcare. Mm -hmm. Um, And here's a Washington, a USA Today uh, article that says, Up to $49 billion unpaid by uninsured for hospitalization. That's a lot of money. And this is one of the things I kept telling people, we have to calculate this number first, because that's actually the number that you could possibly be knocking down by insuring people yes, and forcing people to have insurance yes. or have government yes. insurance. Yes, and on top of that, people get my fucking nerves when they're like, it's like a car. Hell no, it's not like a car. You don't have to have a car. You can use other alternate forms of transportation but you know you got one body that shit tear up you don't get a replacement right well the problem isn't um that's see that's kind of the republicans argument they're like you can't force people to have anything if you don't want to have car insurance you just don't have to have a car but it's my body so you're forcing me to have insurance and my answer to that is if i'm a democrat yes i'm forcing you to have fucking insurance and because if not you won't die. And that is a problem. Yes. Nobody gets to the end and says, I know I'm going to die of the flu and I could go to the hospital, but fuck it. I don't have insurance. No, you go to the hospital, you get your bill, and then you say, fuck these bills. This shit costs too much. I ain't got insurance. And you either declare bankruptcy or you just simply do not pay it. And that causes costs to go up. For, for everybody, everybody, and people wonder why their premiums go up every year, why their co-pays go up every year, why the cost of medication go up every year, and the thing that really makes me mad is that everybody tries to blame this on illegal aliens. No, most of this shit is people that are American citizens. Um, let's see, uninsured Americans, including those, and that's the thing, they can only, it seems like they're only really tracking, um... Americans in this post in this in this study, so this is not even a calculating uh, illegal aliens no. or whatnot. So uninsured Americans, including those with incomes well above the poverty line, leave hospitals with unpaid bills tabs up to the four, to forty nine billion dollars a year, according to a government study released today. On average, uninsured families can pay about can pay only about twelve percent of their hospital bills in full. So 88%. Yeah, so oh, 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 my thing is this. Um, they And it's amazing how you go to one hospital and get an operation, and it's 5000 go to another hospital and get the same shit, and it's 50000 
I don't I don't know about the cost, honestly. I don't know about the variance in the cost, to be honest with you. Um, so I don't want to speculate on that unless you really know for sure that that's the difference. Yeah, yeah they, did, they did studies about how hospitals charge different costs according if they're public, according if they're private, and all that type stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they charge insurance, you know, like that. And, and that makes a big difference. And, and, and I'm like you, because my thing is this. The other alternative would be like, look, if, if, if the hospital said, fuck you, you ain't got insurance, you die. Mm-hmm. I bet you people would get their asses on some insurance then. Right. Um, and because of the uh, Hippocratic Oath, we'll never have that. And I'm not saying we should have that. No, I'm, just I'm not either, but, you this know. Is the, this is what Democrats happens. need to be presenting for their case for why we need to have universal health care. Instead of the, well, it's just good for everybody. We don't want anyone. No, you come out and you say, these are the fucking numbers. $49 billion a year out into the ether. Now, where the fuck is the hospital and uh, insurance companies going to make that up from? And then not only that, also, you're talking about, these are people that are, quote-unquote, above the poverty line. So imagine the people that are under the poverty line. Let me continue. Uh, Families with incomes above 400% of the poverty level or making about $88,000 a year for a family of four pay about 37% of their hospital bills in full, according to the Department of Health and Human Services study. So that's only a third, maybe 40% of your bills that families that have money are paying. And the bills are very expensive. They, yes, they probably can't afford them. No. Because, but, but it's like a, a never-ending cycle. Like, you can't afford the bills because no one else paid these bills. You know what I mean? Yes, then not only that, when you don't have insurance, a lot of people don't go to this, like, almost death. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you don't have insurance, you go to the emergency room. You're only going to be staying in the hospital sometimes because you didn't take care of shit in the first place. So you might be in there for days. Uh, this report shows that even higher income uninsured families are struggling to meet the high cost of health care, said Sherry Glide, Assistant Secretary for Planning and Evaluation of Health and Human Services, uh, in a statement. No family should bear the burden of being one illness or accident away from bankruptcy. Yes, and this happens to a lot of people. It's the number one cause of bankruptcy in America. Yes. And, and, and that's, admit, amiss, uh, that's with a housing crisis on our hands. The number one cause in the bank of bankruptcy is still health-related issues. Yes, and, and the problem that I have is that what is it going to take? Is it going to take upper and middle class people to have their health care cut off before you go, hey, everybody needs health care? Well, I mean, people just don't notice the slow trickle every year when you go to re-sign up for your health at your job. And your insurance is just changing a little bit at a time. You yes, know, they, okay, now there's a hospital stay fee. Last year there wasn't. Last year I, I just paid my deductible, but now they're offering three different brands of insurance in my job this year. One of them, you just pay a deductible uh, like usual, but then you pay 10% of all health-related costs at the hospital. The other one, you pay your deductible, but then you pay up to $2,000 worth of hospital stuff uh and then they cover the rest so like you know there's just a lot of variables in this and people don't notice it because it's a slow trickle it's not just they just walk in and shove the dick all the way in your ass they 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 put just a tip in and then it just next thing you know you're getting fucked you know um and like i said this i'm not even trying to blame insurance companies or blame the hospitals 
when motherfuckers are just walking out on their bills and there's really no repercussion for this at all, then then what are we what are we expecting? Of course, the cost is gonna go up. It would be akin to saying people can walk into Best Buy and if they can pick up a PlayStation Three and they can walk out the front door and they can say, "Bill me," and then when Best Buy tries to bill them, they they go, "Fuck you, Best Buy. I'm not paying you shit." Well, PlayStation 3s aren't going to keep costing the same thing eventually. At some point, PlayStation 3s have to cost more. Yes. Because motherfuckers ain't paying for PlayStation 3s. You know? And this is, with your health care, this isn't something they can turn down. Because like I said, the Hippocratic Oak, you can't just say, I'm going to let these motherfuckers die. you got to give everybody a PlayStation 3. Um, so researchers also found that most uninsured people have virtually no savings. And that about a third have no financial assets. So they don't have anything to, to, to even put credit against. Nope. Health and Human Services released a report as the White House defends the federal health care law passed last year, which was intended to address the growing health care costs as well as ensure all Americans can afford health insurance. Republicans have pledged to repeal the federal health care law, saying that the government should not take away individual choices and that the law will cost too much. Um, like I said, so you're trying to prevent a cost on one side, and then this false, this falsehood of individual choice is ridiculous. Because at the end of the day, the only way the choice will have any weight is if people chose to die, and nobody's choosing. Right. That's right. Yes, they're choosing to just get by without paying for shit until they need it. And then when they do need it, they go in, get fixed, and then they go, fuck you, I'm not paying for this shit. And on top of that, the people that are passing these laws, you got health insurance. Yeah, meanwhile, there's people with health insurance that still have problems getting shit paid for. So yes. it's not like the system's perfect anyway. Yes, but and then everybody <laughs> wants to attack, uh, like, medic medic. Medicaid or Medicare want to want to attack um not not the one for elderly people yeah general, Medicaid children. everybody wants to attack that but less and less hey less and less doctors are accepting it less and less hospitals are accepting it and I think it's in Indiana they're actually passing which these motherfuckers are my nerves with this Planned Parent Planned Parent shit um but they're actually trying to pass a law where Planned Parent can't accept Medicaid so. Yeah. Like this is gonna affect all these people and the, the, the lawmakers saying, Well, you can go out to these other places, yeah, which is fifty fucking miles away from the city and most of these people don't have access to these places. Well, it's not just that, they're trying to have an illusion of choice. It's not really it's like say it would be and I'm like I know there's quote it's quote unquote a false analogy because you don't have to have a car. But it would be like if the government said, Listen, we're gonna give everybody access to a car. Okay? And people go, but I don't want to pay for a car. That's why I don't have one. And it's like, okay, cool. But the people that don't pay for a car actually will go rent a car from the fucking car rental facility and just not pay the bill if they ever need a car. That's the fucking problem. If we're not going to cut them off, then you have to make them sign up whether they want to or fucking don't want to. Fuck your personal choice when it comes to this matter because you're not, enough of you aren't choosing to die. And that is fucking sad and it's grim and it's morbid, but that's the truth. If you don't choose to die, you don't follow that choice to its logical conviction, you cost me fucking money. You cost me money. And you're going to cost me money on my taxes, so I'd rather just pay the extra taxes and let your motherfucking ass get some universal health care. Then go to the hospital and have a fucking $20,000 bill for a one-day stay, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. 
Paul Winfrey, a senior analyst at the Conservative Heritage Foundation think tank, disagreed, saying the study showed how Americans can exploit the system. With $88,000 families, they should be able to buy insurance, he said. They choose not to. What the right, but listen, Paul Winfrey, are you going to let them die? No. No, so what are you going to do? And on top of that, 88000 is not a lot of money for a family of four. It's really not. Um, he says that while he realizes the hospitalizations tend to be expensive, Americans need to look at their spending and saving habits. But they don't. You exist in a reality that is not happening. I'm living in the real world. It's like people that, it's like when you say, um, it's, it's like if I, well, Karen, they shouldn't have snack machines in the school. But... You know, kids should learn to make good choices and just not get snacks. They should eat a wholesome meal for lunch every day. Right. But that's not what's happening, is it? No, it's not. So we we can either work with what's really the problem or we can live in this fucking idealistic world where shit is not working. And on top of that, like I said before, people that say this shit, this is not affecting their families. So they don't give a shit. They son or daughter or whatever. Right, they have knows. insurance. But, yes. but here's the thing. It is affecting their families. Because your health insurance costs more than it That's did. True. It covers less than it did. Yes. So, so actually, it is fucking affecting your family. You just think that you have insurance. Most of these people have the illusion of insurance. Let something catastrophic happen to you or your family. See how quickly the insurance companies find reasons to not pay for shit. But because it hasn't happened to them yet, they can't imagine it. They live in a world of privilege where it's like, I'm middle class. That would never happen. I have a job. I'm a good person. Because they don't look at the stories of people that were in their exact situation and had one disease and now they're bankrupt. And on top of that, these are the same motherfuckers that complain about the restrictions and regulations that just were passed. How you can't have caps on lifetime insurance. You know, if you're pregnant, it's considered an ex- a pre-existing disease. You're the same people who, when they passed these laws, they made it so that insurance companies were forced to cover you mm-hmm. and cover more of your shit. You're the same people that are protesting. And, and maybe this is just me. And it doesn't matter what side you're on. My thing is that, like you said, you're not going to let them die. What is the other alternative? Everybody health care go up. And the thing about it is that I don't see why people don't see the correlation between this and the housing market. Everybody assumes that forever houses are going to keep going up. Just like everybody assumes forever that their insurance is going to be paid and covered. Like I, pay, I pay my little premium and right. everything is covered. No, your company covers the bulk of the insurance. That's why I'm when you, when you when you get laid off, that corporate shit is high. Why? Because you don't see the cost of that. Your company does. Yeah, it's just very uh, weird because also you have individuals arguing against themselves because they feel like companies aren't being treated good. But the insurance company, yeah, the big insurance company is 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 the victim here. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're making them insure people that are sick. Why would you want them to do that? What the fuck they there for? They're insurance companies. Well, I mean, even the the problem is, well, if they don't insure the sick, because these are the most sick people, the most expensive people, then those costs don't ever get covered in our system because these people don't just, well, I'm just going to die. It's the right thing to do. They go to the hospital. They try to live like everyone else's survivor instinct is to live. Yes. And then... $49 $49 billion of shit does not get paid in America. And then you wonder why your shit goes up the next year. Um, it says, uh, Jack Hadley, senior health services researcher at George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, pointed out that uninsured people are charged as much as two-thirds more than what insured people are charged because insurers 
are able to negotiate prices. Of Another course. huge money saving area where we could we could fucking get a stranglehold on some of this money, guys. Mm-hmm. We could take we could take these costs, negotiate them, and get them paid. As opposed to now, where you just they're charging the shit out of these people because they don't have insurance, You're right? And they don't have anybody, no arbitration between them and the fucking. The hospital. So most time you let and let's be honest, you get a trip from the hospital, you come home, you see a twenty thousand dollar bill, most of us are chucking that shit and just going, Take me to court. I ain't got it. Yeah. I'll start over. I'll bankrupt that motherfucker and just start over. And not only that, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. You can't take a damn dime from somebody that's broke. They ain't got nothing to lose. You can't get blood from a stone and you know, even though I'm sure that some insurance companies will not even cover that. But I'm just saying, like, you, <laughs> like, you know, like you basically, I, it's the Republican, the conservative argument on this is just so fucking stupid to me because of this. Like, and this is such an obvious thing. And I did not hear. And I'm mad, too, because Democrats don't bring this up enough. This is this is the issue. These motherfuckers are not covered, but they cost the fucking most. They cost the most. You can't just ignore this part of it. This is the part. This is the, hey, this is how we save money. We fucking negotiate for these people, lower these their costs, pay some of them with the fucking insurance that we're making them have, and, and then $49 billion don't just disappear every fucking year. And on top of that, I don't think a lot of people fail to realize with the economy and all the millions of jobs that was lost when the economy tanked mm-hmm. and all the people that lost their homes, a lot of these people are now in this number. People that never, ever thought they would be uninsured are now in this number. I can't speak for nobody else. I've been unemployed before. That unemployment check covers food, period. You you can't buy shit. You can't pay insurance. You can't cover nothing else. You can barely make it. And depending on what state you in, are in, it's, even, it's very, very low. And depending on what kind of job you have, it's even lower. They don't cover shit. I don't know why people uh, people think that this unemployment shit. People are living lavish off of this. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, his research has found that privately insured individuals don't end up paying higher premiums to make up for the uninsured because hospitals that serve lower income families don't have a lot of patients with insurance. He said the government pays about seventy five percent of those unpaid hospital bills. Either by direct payment or through a disproportionate payment of Medicaid. Now, while while that might be bullshit, is is when he's saying that, well, you don't pay higher premiums. One, you're just talking about like your copay and shit like that. That's not actually the cost. Like you said, your fucking company pays higher. Meanwhile, your insurance goes up because mm-hmm. hospitals cost more. Mm-hmm. So if shit is costing more, then yeah, and it's causing my shit to go up. Why is it costing more than it did last year if it's not, if this $49 billion just disappears into the ether? Even if 75% of it is covered by the government, the other 25% of $49 billion is pretty fucking expensive. And it's going to get spread around somewhere. Businesses, uh, and, and let's be honest, hospitals in America are business, are not accustomed to just losing money. No, and then on top of that, uh, we just had a big thing at my company where they basically talked about a lot of laws and rules and regulations and people fed up your company is not required to offer you insurance most companies do it as a as like a goodwill thing but if your company was like look I'm not complying y'all niggas get y'all own insurance yeah. you would be SOL with the system that they have now because there's nothing you can go into to really good get proper right. health care 
uh, it says it affects taxes, not premiums. So the Providence sure are still paying for it. So you're either paying for it in the government taxes that you pay, or the deficit or whatever, or you're paying for it, uh, you know, through your, through your just health costs going up. Because the other thing is like why you say it well, it's not going. You know, your premium's not going up. That's just thinking. It's, it's so fucking simplistic. I'm putting it. That's just not. That's not counting for the fact that in your check, insurance comes out. Mm-hmm. It increases every fucking year. Yes, it does. It is increased. It is increased like over a hundred some percent in just the last but like your ten years. Income had to increase like that, and your income's not keeping up. So yes, it is fucking costing you money. Um, most of the major hospital associations were supportive of the Affordable Care Act for this reason. They will, they will, they were willing to take some cost reductions in Medicare payments, and in return, the government would insure 32 million people. So, anyway, man, just something I brought up, man. Um, okay, Michelle Obama is gonna have Common at the White House. Okay. Uh, to drop some poetry. Okay. First Lady Michelle Obama has scheduled a poetry evening for Wednesday, and she's invited several poets, including successful Chicago poet and rapper Lonnie Richard Lynn Jr., a.k.a. Common. Mm-hmm. However, Lynn is quite controversial, in part because his poetry includes threats to shoot police in at least one passage calling for the burning of then-President George W. Bush. Um, and basically, this is, of course, this links on Fox. And, um... Sarah Palin said he was a vile rapper and all this shit. Um, all I gotta say for this is motherfuckers are dumb. Like, this is clearly just an attack on Common because of political reasons. He's going to the White House so that they, of course, he has to be the worst rapper in history. But Common is probably the softest, one of the softest rappers in Ever. ever. Yeah, in ever. Forever. Ever. Even softer than Drake. You know that's soft. Right, so it's just very funny how partisan politics uh, can make people say the dumbest shit. And on shit. top of that, this is her personal choice. Yeah. She can choose to bring whoever she wants to bring. And, you know, people in the past have had, and I think also because they pick a lot of uh, people from different ethnics, a lot of black people and things like that. They're just angry. Yeah, I, know I, that I sounds mean, sad, but that's true. I mean, I don't think it's just the black thing. I think it's just it's a political thing first, and okay, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's skin color. Sense. I think if they would have invited any rapper or any person, they had a problem. Yeah, with Sarah Palin yeah. would have said some dumb shit because that's kind of she's like a dumb shit machine. Like that's all that comes out of there. Um, all right, so Nick Cannon, speaking of dumb shit machines, he has some stand up. And uh, he has a couple minutes about, or 50 seconds about Eminem and his beef uh, during his stand-up. Would you like to hear the hilarious uh, Eminem jokes? Yes. Let's check it out. I'm sure Nick Cannon is going to be dropping some straight-up knowledge. Because, you know, Nick Cannon is one of the funniest people in the game. I think, you know, I mean, how many more times can we say it, honestly, you know? Nick Cannon was wilding out. That's what a lot of people used to say. But now he's doing stand up and everybody loves it. I, I, I know the audience is going to be going crazy. You know they're going to be going crazy. Let's see. Let's see. And then you want to go out there and start some hip hop beef. Which, you know, do, do you know what I'm talking about? With the boy, what's his name? Uh, uh, Enema. No! You know what I'm talking about? 
Yo, I'm, 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 why you messing with him for, man? Ain't he the number one uh, great rapper out there right now doing it? Oh. You go try to beef with him. Oh, and you lost to you. Oh, oh, oh yes, you did. Yes, you did. Just nasty, just disrespectful, slanderous stuff about your wife, boy. Ooh. What you do? You gonna go on some damn Twitter. Oh, hey, what's a Twitter? I got a 9mm. You just tell me where to show up. Oh, he tweeted this heat. No, he did not. Oh, he went there, Karen. Woo. That shit is terrible. Mm -hmm. He is not a fucking comedian. My chest hurts from laughing. My That's what don't. I say. Oh, God. Right, that uh, Nick Cannon, he's something, he's something else. I guess he is for a 75-year-old comedian. Well, speaking of being something else. Um, I've never really liked Bernard Hopkins because I hate the way he fights. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course there will be black people that are gonna be fans of him, you know, because he's always outspoken and you know he does win his fights, but they are the worst looking fights of all time. They always those win on the points fights where you just like you're not hurting the dude, you're not really knocking him out, but just okay. punch him a couple times, grab him, punch him a couple times, grab that him. That shit's boring to watch. Yeah, I don't like Bernard Hopkins. But and also he's he's ripped on Donovan McNabb before, and I don't like that either. Uh, but this time he's really taking it really, really far. It's just I guess he's got a new fight coming up and to promote it, instead of talking about his opponent fight. or you know, because nobody wants to see this nigga fight anymore. He's talking about Donovan McNabb again. Why, Don? And and I feel bad sometimes with Donovan. Now Donovan McNabb be on his be minding his own fucking business. People just like, hey, Donovan, I haven't said nothing about you in a while. They, I know that nigga like shit. They really go off the deep end attacking McNabb. He's, I mean, really. And you know, I I, I like Donovan McNabb. He's my he's a, probably my favorite quarterback of all time. Uh, he was the Eagles and, quarterback. And some of some of the criticism is justified. Please don't get me wrong, but with something like this. This nigga ain't even working. Why is you harassing him? <laughs> I mean, on the field criticism, I get. Uh, but some of this locker room shit is bullshit. Stupid. Especially when this... Well, let's just read it. Boxer Bernard Hopkins, a Philadelphia Eagles fan, has ripped Donovan McNabb before. On Tuesday, he took his apparent disdain for the quarterback to another level. Hopkins, in Philadelphia for May 21st fight against John Pascal, or Gene Pascal, I don't know how you pronounce it, invited reporters to watch him train Tuesday and decided to take additional verbal jabs at McNabb and even implied that the Washington Redskins quarterback wasn't black enough. Forget this, wow. Hopkins said. Because, you know, Bernard Hopkins is a measurement of all things black. He was in State Property 2, the movie. So, you know, that's black as you can get. Uh, forget this, Hopkins said, according to the Philadelphia Daily News and pointed to his own skin. He's got a suntan. That's all. According to Hopkins, McNabb had a privileged upbringing in Chicago and isn't as tough as himself. Current Eagles quarterback Michael Vick or Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals receiver Terrell Owens, who famously had a falling out with McNabb before being released in Philadelphia in 2006. Uh, Hopkins said Tuesday that McNabb and Owens essentially didn't speak the same language. So, one, why Everybody are you... speaks English. Ah, oh, what the fuck? Well, yeah, of course they all speak English, but why is... Bernard Hopkins fighting T.O.'s battle. Yeah, T.O.'s a grown-ass man. If T.O. was still wanting to, to, to talk his shit, let T.O. talk that shit. That's right. Like, you're not even, like, that's how fucking boring boxing is. You're not even talking about boxing. No. Your biggest controversy is bringing up football. <laughs> yeah, forget about the fight. Oh, man, let me tell you something. These Redskins suck. You know, like, it's just terrible. Wow. Um, the other thing is, like, um, 
Bernard Hopkins is saying privileged upbringing makes you not black, not as black. Like, is that is that what we're doing too? The Jalen Rose believed that shit when he was eighteen. You know what I mean? Like, you're a grown ass yes, fucking man. man. And what the fuck your background got to do with anything? Yeah, like he's sitting around. Oh, two parents, motherfucker! I hate you. Making money. Uh, T.O. got into the boardroom and saw the way they talked to McNabb. Coming from where he came from, that's strange to some white people when a black man speaks. Uh, Hopkins said, uh, according to the Daily News, he said Owens wasn't used to this language. He's used to speaking up. What? That statement you said made no sense. None of this makes sense. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. And I'm like, what are they talking to me now? Hey, boy, go get me some more water. Oh, how's it coming, sir? I'll be right back, Nessa. Yeah, let me play a little soft shoe for you. Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. <laughs> oh, like, I just... Show. Like, I don't get what he what did he think McNabb was doing. And then, like, to use T.O. as a bastion of anything. Like, ugh. Blackness, uh, uh, to me, T.O. is just mo- such a bitch-made character. Like, uh, he's overly emotional. He's always complaining about shit. He can't shut the fuck up and just do his job ever. Like, it's, and, he's, and he runs to the media. His best friends are two fucking women. I'm sorry. Ain't no single dude out there trying to get on these chicks that got two best friends that are women that also hate on him trying to get on chicks. And he keeps him around all the time. Tell that again. Uh, Hopkins said that is why McNabb felt a sense of betrayal when he was traded by the Eagles to the Redskins before last season. Why do you think McNabb felt he was betrayed? Because McNabb is the guy in the house. House. So he's trying to apply that he's a house nigga. While everyone else is on the field. He's the one who got the extra coat. Extra service. You're our boy, Hopkins said, according to the Daily News. And patted a member of the media on his back to illustrate the point. He thought he was one of them. Now, that's funny, too, because it does bring up uh, the difference between quarterback and the other positions in football. Yes. Because your quarterback is typically treated better than other players, and that is true. But that's not a black thing. It's not. No, it's not. Well, now you're white. You're one of us. That has nothing to do with, quarter, with, with, with uh, um, color of skin. It's just the position. Why? Because the NFL promotes quarterback as the franchise, as the main dude, as this is who we're going to sell when we put you promote the team. So they contacted me now as publicist, and of course he said, of course he had no comment. Of course. Um, but then, uh, in like a true bitch, uh, he back, completely backed off of me now when he was like, well, I wouldn't question you know his integrity. He's a nice guy. I trust him around my kids, said Hopkins. So... Like, one, he's trying to build up hype for this fight, and this is probably the best thing he can do. Because the media does run with any two black people beefing over this Uncle Tom shit. First it was Jalen Rose and Grant Hill. Then it's uh, Spike Lee and uh, Tyler Perry. Uh, now McNabb and Hopkins. Hey, black, you call out another person's blackness. That shit gets front page treatment off the gate. And on top of that, this shit was uncalled for. You picking on an unemployed man. <laughs> well, I mean, th- th- whether he has a job or not, man, it's just fucking ridiculous. Uh, and that- it's a pointless. It's pointless. Why the fuck ain't you talking about boxing? Right. Yeah. This is not what they asked you for. This, no. It really does remind me of the Tyler Perry bringing up Spike Lee when nobody asked that question at all. You know, like, how just freely giving like, shit. How's your movie gonna go? Let me tell you why I say fuck Spike Lee. What? Yes. What does that got to do with my question? 
so yeah I, I mean it's just one of those things where uh, the, the main the main thing I take from this is that there, and the thing is there's a lot of black people who are going to jump on Bernard Hopkins side because anytime a black person calls somebody else a coon there's a constituent of the black community that loves that shit they love to see another person's blackness question they love to see somebody called a coon they love like they can't wait to do oh he's a house nigga that's right you told him um, but uh, I really would hope that most people see through this shit and realize this is an unsolicited attack to gain uh, some type of press for this dude's fight because I didn't know he was fighting this weekend until this yeah and, and I think the thing that pisses me off is that this is why real racial issues are fucking dismissed because of shit like this if something really comes up and it's a situation where this applies to hello you niggas y'all talk about each other all the time anyway why should we take you seriously and I mean I really feel bad for me now because he's dealt with this kind of racial pressure on both sides his entire career Um, he's dealt with the issues of he's a black quarterback let's throw every stereotype at the book on him Mm -hmm. Uh, he's dealt with the he's a black quarterback black people don't want to hear shit bad about him Mm -hmm. he's dealt with he's a black quarterback but he ain't our type of black black quarterback so he's dealt with a lot of things and he's one of those Jackie Robinson types that has taken it in stride and believes just being strong and not saying out not lashing out not letting them see you angry is the smart route, and it's and but to me that is one of the toughest roads to walk. Because yes, it is. when somebody's saying something like this, it does offend you. It's a personal attack. It's not, hey, black quarterbacks do Blake, which you can kind of brush off like that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. No, they calling you out by name, and he's always taking the high road. And uh, I guess he's gonna. Get, I mean, we'll see if he continues to take it, but. One of these days, this motherfucker gonna have to have a press conference, but he just gonna have to say what I suggested for Grant Hill. I ain't no goddamn Uncle Tom. And just end this fucking like y'all niggas gonna stop talking about me or you gonna see me in the streets. Or, or you know, when he get um, inducted into the Hall of Fame, he gonna do like Michael Jordan, just call everybody ass out. <laughs> he be like, fuck you, yeah, you, T.O., fuck you too, yeah, you, Bernard Hawkins, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Andy Reeves. I mean, yeah. this is gonna be big old fuck you. All right, Fred thank Mitchell. you. Yeah. All right, thank you for all the votes. Good night. Drop the mic like sexual chocolate. Yes. Uh, all right, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tales Podcast. Uh, we made some time out of nothing, Karen. I know. Woo! A day early. Um, and also, I'll try to get this out tonight. I ain't making no promises. It's already yeah. 11 at night. Y'all might get this tomorrow before I go to my mom's graduation. Um, the other thing, of course, uh, don't forget to call us, 704-557-0186. Mm-hmm. You can also email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again, that S-N-D-A-T. And this podcast was brought to you by the audio play Carly by Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. I will put a link to it on the site for you to go click on and check out. Don't forget also, if you know the secret word, mm-hmm. one word that I call Mr. Dwight Howard. And you have to Sunday, guys. You can get a free audio play from Shadow Dog Productions. That link is already on the site. Mm -hmm. So, um, thank you guys for donating and spending time with us uh, and letting us chill with you during your work week. Um, And congratulations to my mom for graduating. Yeah. I know that she put off her graduation so me and my brother could go to college and we could do the things that we did with our lives and I can never repay that back but I love you, mom. And, uh, Until next time, I love you. You too.
Is that okay? 